this is it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the thing that I want to do. When I became a trainer, that's like when the big shift happened for me, when I was like, okay, wait, fitness can be about so much more than, than just like what you look like. Maybe a month after I got certified, moved to New York. So I had zero experience in not only like as a personal trainer, but in the industry period, I was coming from like a completely different career. I ended up getting a job at Equinox, which was my top choice out of all of them. Oh, so that's it awesome. was really incredible. Um, yeah. I mean, I stayed there for about a year and a half until it just made sense for me to, to go off on my own. Hey everyone, so that was Jane Simmons, today's podcast guest. Guys, I cannot wait for you to listen to today's episode. I had an awesome time talking to Jane today. Honestly, I learned a lot myself that I know would benefit all of you as well. So Jane's Movement and Mindset Program. I followed it for a while. I followed her social media pages, all of that. And I've just personally always admired her views on well, not even just fitness, but overall well-being and how she balances both of those and the mindset practice that she implements into her client's programming. She has a really, really unique way of implementing fitness, self-care, all of that into everyday life. So student or not, these are really, really great tips, words of wisdom for anyone. Also, fun fact, she was an ECU student as well. So she gives a lot of really, really awesome tips on prioritizing self-care specifically for student life. And since we all know how busy that can get, you will definitely want to listen in for that. But that'll be for the end of the episode. So enough of me. Let's jump on over to today's episode. This is Skylar Smith, and you are listening to Beyond the Lines, a podcast by students, for students, like you. Hey. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm super excited to have you oh on. Oh my God. Thanks for yes. having me. I'm you're, so excited to be here. Yes, you're one of the first people I thought of. I think everybody's going to learn so a lot. Awesome. I'm Thank so serious. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. You're yes. so sweet. <laughs> Y'all, I've been following Jane on Instagram for a while, and um, I'll have her tag all of her all of her stuff at the end, but seriously, y'all have to go check her out because she has a lot of really great stuff. Um, Thank you. I know we have a lot to talk about, so I kind of want to just jump on in. Um, great. So can you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? I know that's a very broad question, but... You know, you were a student at ECU, um, kind of how that went, and then you moved to New York City. So just kind of tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. um, So, yeah, so I went to ECU. um, I graduated in 2018. Yes, that is Mm -hmm. the year. (laughs) I can't remember. It feels like forever ago. Oh, yeah. That's when I came into school. That's crazy. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so much has happened since then. Um, So I went to school for theater. That was, like, originally what Mm -hmm. I was going to do. I felt like throughout my years at ECU, I I was kind of jumping around all over the place because I was majoring in musical theater theater and then uh like had a double concentration in Mm -hmm. professional acting as well right um and then uh probably like my junior year I was like I don't really know if I like this whole performing Mm -hmm. thing like I don't I'm I'm not feeling it really anymore um I don't know if this is like the route that I want to go down right so I started getting really involved um more like behind the scenes Mm -hmm. in like producing um and like figuring out how to fund shows uh things of that nature and then senior year um, I took a directing or a couple of directing classes, uh, directed um, 
the last five years. So stuff like that. So I started oh, okay, getting really okay, more cool. into like producing and directing. And that right. was kind of the route that I thought I was going to go down. Um, so then like the end of school was coming up and like, <laughs> oh, anyone who has been in a theater situation knows like that is yes. so stressful because you are like, oh my Absolutely. God. I feel like I have to prove myself. Like I have to leave school with a job. Otherwise yes. everyone's going to think I'm a failure. Been there, like, done that. <laughs> right, seriously. It's so stressful. Yes. Um, so I ended up taking a job that uh, I really wasn't that into, but okay. I was like, you know what? This is a job like by the beach. It's going to be fun. I'll oh, see okay. how long it goes for. And I ended up moving down to Florida. Okay, wow. Um, yeah. So I, I worked at a resort in Florida for um, about – six months I'd say okay. and I just was not in a great place then right um so I ended up leaving that job and moving back back home and was like okay I need to reevaluate my life figure out what's going on yeah. and I worked as um an associate producer for uh for a woman who works kind of back and forth between North Carolina and New York right and that's when I saw like I'll call it like the big girl world of producing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not for me. I am not a saleswoman. <laughs> uh, so I ended up like taking a step back from that as well. Right. I was like, okay, clean slate, clean slate. What else do yep. I like? Yep, that happens. I like fitness. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll get my personal training certification and see how that goes. Great. So from day one, I remember reading the textbook and I was like, oh no, this is it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the thing yep. that I want to do. Absolutely. Um, so from there, I like maybe a month after I got certified, moved to New York. So mm -hmm. I had zero experience in not only like as a personal trainer, but in the industry period, I was right. coming from like a completely different career. Mm -hmm. Um, so I applied for 30 gyms, wow. <laughs> just hoping someone <laughs> would ask to interview me. Right. Um, and I ended up getting a job at Equinox, which was my top choice out of all of them. Oh, that's so awesome. it was really incredible. Yeah. Um, they are a fantastic company I think especially to start off they're so great because they have such a strong emphasis on education oh that's so it awesome. really worked out it was like the perfect place for me to be I feel like I learned so much um, and I stayed there for about a year and a half until it just made sense for me to to go off on my own right so, yeah that's me now I live in New York uh with my dog and my boyfriend <laughs> you'll probably hear Harley barking at some point if someone like walks up the stairs she yes. just starts barking <laughs> sounds like my dog <laughs> yeah I know I'm like Harley it's okay other people live in the apartment <laughs> yes my favorite videos are your exercise ones where she's like getting up underneath you while you're trying to, <laughs> to record and I love she that you just leave is, that in <laughs> yeah it is like tell me you have a pandemic puppy without telling me you have a pandemic puppy that is the epitome exactly. of Harley yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy, though. That's such a big switch, even from right out of college to Florida, and then from Florida back to home and then yes. to New York City. So that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you love what you do right now. Yeah, well, it's so funny because also I remember like growing up, even in middle school and stuff, like when I would complain about school, my mom would always be like, wait until you get out of college. The yep. first two years out of college, those are the hardest years of your life. And I was like, no, it's not. Whatever. I graduated. And I'm like, crap. She was right. Yep. That will be me come next summer. So <laughs> preparing myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big change. Absolutely. Well, talking about college, can you tell us a little bit about your time as a student? Because I know, um, I don't know if all the audience knows, I was also a theater major. So me and Jane have that in common. So I definitely know what that schedule was like and I'm sure you know mm -hmm. theater major or not there are some students with crazy crazy schedules so I know you know yeah. from personal experience yours was very very <laughs> busy so um 
I don't know if working out, was that a big thing for you as well when you were in college? So how did you kind of, can you just kind of talk about your student life, like how you tried to balance that as well as just taking care of yourself in general? Yes. So I'm, I'll go through like my, my fitness journey okay. first yeah, that'd be um, great. and then we can, we can back up first. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so I started working out Well, I danced my whole life. So right. that was kind of like my first introduction right. to mm-hmm. any kind of like fitness or movement gotcha. um, was just dancing from like a really young age. And then it was like the summer right before college, I decided that I wanted to start going to a gym. Okay. Um, so I started going to a gym, but I don't think I was doing much strength training. I think it was, yeah, it was mostly just like running on the treadmill, you know, um, my gym actually had like a women's section (laughs) really (laughs) where they, yeah, where they had like five pound dumbbells and like, yeah. So that was like my first and like bands. Um, I think there may have been a cable machine. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. Right. Seriously. Um, Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, wow, that was really insulting. That is super (laughs) insulting. Yeah. Um, So that was like my first experience at a gym. And then going from that to like the rec center, I was like, okay, I should start figuring out, you know, more of what I want to do. And for me at this point, like it was solely based around how I looked. I had a very specific way that I wanted to look. I felt pressure from the entertainment industry in general um, to to look a very specific way. So I was like really focused on that. And then once I started being like, I don't know if I want to be a performer anymore, Mm -hmm. like that really shifted what exercise was for me. Right. Yeah. Um, so it probably wasn't until like my senior year. That's when I was like really in a like crap. I'm graduating in like three yep. months with a degree that I don't want to use. Yeah. So yeah. that's when I started going to the gym really is just like a way to sort of zone out mm-hmm. of what was going on and sort of like more just zone into myself and like, you know, just use it more for like mental health reasons Absolutely. than really focusing on what I looked like. Um, so then when I graduated, same thing, especially in Florida, like I, my cast was really small. I worked with. Uh, it was me and three other people. So it was four of us. Mm-hmm. We worked together. We lived together. We were the only people our age. So we partied wow. together. Like we did everything together, just yeah. the four of us. So the gym was kind of like, I'm, I'm very introverted. Mm-hmm. So it was my <laughs> time to like go be alone, you know, kind of recharge my yeah. social scale. Um, so yeah, so then when I, when I became a trainer, that's like when the big shift happened for right. me. When I was like, okay, wait, fitness can be about so much more Absolutely. than than just like what you look like. You mm-hmm. don't have to use it for that. And specifically working at Equinox and learning more about functional fitness, which is now the philosophy and style mm-hmm. that I train through. Yes, yes. Um, that taught me so much. So uh, for, for people who don't know, functional fitness just means that you take exercises that are based around your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks a little bit different for everyone. So like for students, you know, we're going to focus on things that help you carry stuff up to your apartment and like feel comfortable carrying groceries or moving apartments every year. Um, you know, things that give you good posture since you're sitting at a computer for most of the day. So we take exercises that translate into your everyday life. Um, and I like to think of myself and my clients as athletes, you know, the the game is life, but we're all athletes and we're trying to just get stronger in what we do. Um, so once I was introduced to that style of training, that's where it all changed. Like that was the big game changer for me because 
you can have aesthetic goals, but it's never the focus of the program. The focus Absolutely. is getting you to be your healthiest, to move your best, to feel your best, um, and to be like confident in what you're doing. Absolutely. And you can have an aesthetic goal on top of that. That's totally fine, but it's never the focus because what I found for myself is that when my aesthetic goal was the focus, mm -hmm. I was willing to do anything and everything to get there. And that's right. not always the healthiest way to do it. Exactly. On that topic, that was making me think the name of your program, so movement and mindset. So that really correlates mm -hmm. in perfectly with you know your whole view on fitness so can you kind of talk about I mean it's a little self-explanatory you know the movement and mindset but why you chose that yeah. and I know so um, if y'all don't know she has her own online business as well um, so mm -hmm. can you kind of talk about that a little bit so how you incorporate mindset into your fitness program yes so movement and mindset is an online program um, we're just completing our first year of the program existing mm -hmm. um, so the program what it is, is it's an online program. You get five workouts sent out via PDF every okay. single week. Um, we focus on something different for a month. So then after that, um, we switch it up. But within that month, uh, we change the workouts every week. So you do pretty much the same workouts. We just have progressions throughout. Um, so gotcha. it's called progressive overload. That's another like style that I train by. So we take the same workout, make it a little bit more difficult okay, as we go along. Yeah. So could you kind of explain a little bit about what progressive overload is for those who oh, yeah. don't know what mm -hmm. that is? Yeah, so we're gonna do like, let's say this first week, we're just, we'll just take one example to make it easy. So week one, we're doing just a body weight squat. Week two, we're gonna take that, make it a little bit harder. So maybe we'll add a weight. Okay. Week three, maybe we make that weight a little bit heavier. Week four, make it a little bit heavier. So when you take that same exercise and make it a little bit more challenging throughout the weeks, what that does is it teaches your body that movement pattern. You can perfect that movement and we can make it more challenging. So your body's gonna get more out of it. Right. Um, I know when I was first starting off, like I was just going through Instagram being like, oh, Whitney Simmons, upper body day. Here I go. Oh, love her. <laughs> and then next day. Oh, same. She's awesome. Um, but then I would just like switch it up every single right. day, every single week. Nothing ever looks the same. Um, and what you find sometimes is that your body's not going to adapt as well to that because when you're jumping all over the place, you never really give yourself a chance to like mm -hmm. get really good at something. I like to also think of training um, and not like personal training, but just like, like exercise training in general. In general. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's like learning a language. So, okay, you know, yeah. if you're going to learn French one day, Italian the next day, Spanish the day after that, you never really are going to get good at any of them because you're switching right. it up so mm -hmm. much. But Absolutely. if you learn French and you take your French class once a week, you know, and you, you just try learning new things yeah. throughout the month, you're going to get a lot better at French a lot faster. Yes. Absolutely. So that's progressive overload. <laughs> yeah, that makes complete sense. Thank you for explaining that a little bit. Um, I really want to answer some of the student questions that I was asked for you. So if we could kind of jump into that a little bit. Um, the biggest one I had more than anything was how do you fit not even just fitness in general? Yes, that, but also just taking care of yourself into such a busy schedule. Because even being a student or not, People have these crazy busy schedules, and that's the number one excuse I hear is, okay, well, I just don't have time, whether mm -hmm. that be working out or taking care of yourself. So what is some advice you could give for working with a busy schedule? Yeah, um, so I have two rules for, okay. like, creating any habit, and it works okay. for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so the first one is start small. So instead of saying, you know, I want to start working out, so I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. Right. No one's going to sustain that. If you've never nope. been to the gym before, if you don't have that in your schedule already, there's no way that you're going to be able to do that. Um, so starting small. So instead of, like, 
maybe maybe you go to the gym once a week or maybe right. you just go on a 15 minute walk every couple right, of days yeah. you know something like that so we're mm-hmm. just adding in something small um just you know putting something really really tiny in the schedule that's actually attainable for you um and then the second thing is that we're always going to add we're never going to take anything away mm-hmm. um so i think dieting is a really really clear example of how yes. we see people trying to take things out of their diet Absolutely. and then they can't sustain it mm-hmm. and come saturday sunday whatever, Monday, we're back on it. So that's yo-yo dieting, right? We're just getting on and off and on and off Mm -hmm. and on and off. So instead of any of that, we're going to start adding things in. So again, dieting is a really easy example. Um, Instead of taking out X, Y, or Z, let's just like add in some vegetables. Yeah. So every dinner that you have, let's just add in a vegetable. Super easy, super sustainable. And that is, uh, you're not going to have the same reaction that you do. Because when we take things out, our body has a visceral reaction to that. There's nothing wrong with you. It's not that you can't keep up a goal. It's exactly. literally that your body's just going to have a human reaction. Yes. Um, so, like, maybe a not-so-common example. I'm trying to not get on Instagram first thing in the yes, morning. that's a great really goal. Habit. Same. I have a Me really too. bad habit of, like, <laughs> opening up my phone and getting on Instagram. Um, so, I'm adding in brushing my teeth first. Right. I, that sounds really bad. I've always no, been brushing absolutely. my teeth. But brushing my teeth before I do anything yes. else. So, like, when my alarm goes off my bedroom, I turn off my alarm, I walk to the bathroom, and I brush my teeth. So I'm adding that in. I'm not restricting myself. I can check Instagram after, but nine times out of 10, I'm already in the bathroom. I'm already brushing my teeth. Next thing I'm going to do is wash my face. I'm just already getting ready for that. Right. Really quick on that topic. I know that I'm a big morning routine person. I feel like once I got a set morning routine for myself, that really just sets up the rest of your day. Like I know one of my big things is no matter what my time crunch looks like, make my bed at the beginning of every day. I feel like that is just like one big thing. So do you have like a set morning routine that you would like to share with everybody? You know, I, I do and I don't. So I train so early that my morning gotcha. routine is like, get out of bed, get ready, get my coffee, go out the door. But what I have started doing that I really like is taking my bike to work. Um, yeah, so I saw that. before yeah. I was taking the train. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like, I, like, I love the train, too, and I'm going to have to take it in the winter, but, like, getting outside first thing in the morning has mm-hmm. changed my mental health so Absolutely. much. Like, I just feel so much more energized in the day. Um, so, yeah, so I don't really have, like, anything to set because I just, like, get up and start working. No, you know? I think even just that one is a great one, going outside. I was actually just listening to um, a podcast the other day, and it was on Ben Greenfield was talking. I don't know if you're familiar with Ben Greenfield or not. Um, but he is a trainer, also a dietitian, nutritionist, and he – was discussing like one of the best things you can do for yourself in the morning is just even if it's the first thing you do is just go outside and just like let the sun hit you so I think like that really is a great thing so I feel like that would wake yeah, me up too. Just, like riding so my bike nice. to work or something like that yeah I know I'm so spoiled by like bike route now it's like central park in the morning oh, your bike ride <laughs> is gorgeous I see it on your story on Instagram it's awesome so one of the really, really big ones that I get from people as well is that they have absolutely no clue where to start. So they've never implemented, whether it be working out, eating right, just self-care in general into their lives, but they know that they need to. So what are just three, maybe five-ish tangible things, like simple things that they could change or switch up in their everyday lives, just as a good start? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it depends a lot just on the person, um, you know, like what you like what you're going right. to find motivating, all those sorts of things. So thinking back to those two rules, the start small, always mm-hmm. add, never take away. Um, that's a really great place to start. Um, on top of that, just like like tangible things you could do. First of all, 
adding more water. water I think absolutely. We can always add more water. Um, I set myself a goal of like drinking four of these a day. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do I hit that goal, but yep, girl, I have I'm trying to set that right goal. Here I know you. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot live without my water bottle. Um, Me either. So yeah, drinking more water, I think is a great place to start. Getting outside is a really great place to start. Um, talking just like talking to a professional so not even like necessarily doing personal training or right, yeah. you know anything like that but I think just like start to implement that in yeah. your life like not being afraid to ask questions Instagram. Yeah, yeah, absolutely ask the questions um I, I know you, oh my god you're doing that the the lifting the beginners lifting thing which yes. is so awesome like yes, something like that yeah, such a great place mm-hmm. to start. Just jumping in and talking to people who mm-hmm. who know more than you because it's so funny. Like we would have no problem doing that. Like I go to a doctor because I don't know anything about exactly doctor stuff. You know, like I go to my dentist, <laughs> yes. I go to my accountant. You know, like right. I, I talk to all these things. But something about like fitness, and I think it's because it just it it's so much more vulnerable. I was than just like about to say admit. vulnerable. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Seriously, yes. Um. Yeah, so it's okay to, like, ask for help. It's okay to reach out. In fact, like, I love helping people. I know you yes, do, too. Like, I love it. That's why we love become trainers. That's why, we, that's why people become coaches yes. is because they want to help people. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of resources out there, and I think just, like, asking people, like, wanting to talk it out, there's just – there's so much online um, and so much opportunity to really learn some stuff. So don't be afraid to ask. <laughs> Another question I think would – you would have great advice on. So let's say somebody's interested in maybe starting their own business. One huge thing I've noticed about you and I admire, like I've looked to that for even stuff for my own personal online business is you have a great sense of advertising and not, you know, thank you. (laughs) No, I'm serious. That really makes you stand out from other people. And, um, it's not, it's very unique to you in your program and it switches up. Mm -hmm. It's not the same all the time. Um, like just for example, this is like the simplest thing, but you have like all the nudes and like very clean colors as like an aesthetic. And then all of a sudden it switched mm-hmm. and there's all these like pops of color and that's like so yeah. simple, but it's so, it's like <laughs> such an important thing too. And like the fashion aspect of it, even mm-hmm. like people like to see that. Um, so, and now that I know that you have a little bit of producing background, I didn't know that actually, that makes <laughs> yeah. more sense now. Um, but let's say somebody is wanting to start their own business. Maybe it's not something like this, but maybe they want to t- take the route of online. Who knows what are um, some pros and cons maybe, or any tips and tricks you would give somebody for wanting to start up their own business? Yeah. Um, okay. So pros and cons, we'll start at the cons first. Right. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of work. Yes. First thing. And, like, I had a lot of people tell me that. And, like, you, like, oh, y'all, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, you're working nights. You're working weekends. I saw a quote, actually, that was, like, I gave up my 9 to 5 to work 80-plus hours uh-huh. a week. And, like, that is truly That is the so thing. true. <laughs> um, yeah, so it can be a lot. But the yeah there's a lot of hours and you know you're doing at least at the beginning like now now I'm just at a point where I can like get some help from Mm -hmm. from other people like I I can hire on which is really nice but at the beginning especially like you are doing everything for the whole for the whole thing you know so it can just become a lot it's a lot of googling um but the pros you know I I work from on my own schedule Mm -hmm. which is really really fantastic so like yes it's more hours but like if I'm feeling burnt out on a Tuesday at 12, I can take off the rest of the day if I want to and just like make up for it throughout yeah, the week. Absolutely. So there's a lot of flexibility in it, which is really fantastic. Um, I also like 
I just, this sounds so bad. I hate having a manager. Like, I just I hate having the same people way. tell me what to do. <laughs> um, and it's not even that. Yeah, like, I don't know why. I just have such, like, an authority. It's just complex. a personality um, trait. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I just, I love just being able to, like, make the calls, to do what I want to do, um, and to be able to change, like, how you were saying, how everything yeah. changes. Like, that's really just a product of, like, oh, it's summer. I want colors. Yeah. Let's make everything really colorful for yes. all of summer. Um, so it's really great to like not have to have that approved by anyone uh, or like go through a long process. Right. Um, eventually, I'm sure as we grow, it will. Course, <laughs> but for yes. right now, it's really nice to be able to explore all those different routes and be able to find, you know, what makes movement and mindset different than every other workout right. program yep. out there. Um, so, yeah, so that's that. Tips and tricks. I would say like figure out, first of all, what makes you different mm-hmm. That's and who, yes. And who your target audience is mm-hmm. because all of my like marketing, the mm-hmm. program, how I phrase things and talk to people and all of the ways that we go about that. Um, everything is based on what sets us apart yes. and who our target audience mm-hmm. is. Um, and that's, that's going to make you successful because mm-hmm. like, like we focus mainly on Instagram. Instagram is where everything is because yes. my target audience is college students and like really recent post-grad students. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be on Facebook because none of y'all are on Facebook. <laughs> yes. So very good point. finding out like where you're going to find those people, find your dream client um, and just start working in that direction yeah. of aiming everything towards that dream client. Um, yeah. And then like, once you get to a point, like I said, at first it's really hard because you have to do a lot of stuff yourself, but like once you're at a point where you can bring people on, mm-hmm. the first thing I recommend bringing on is an accountant because yes, that's going to save your life. A lot of people. Oh man. Like I don't, I, I would be an absolute mess without mine, but like bringing on an accountant because they're going to help you with taxes, which is extremely Absolutely. stressful. And like everything, unfortunately in this country is built for small businesses to fail, so, like, your taxes absolutely. are crazy. Insurance is absolutely insane, <laughs> um, which I'm learning about this year. I turned 26 this year. Oh, we so love I'm adult like, things. Oh, no. We love adult things. <laughs> yeah, so so little things like that that I would not have thought right. um, without having, like, someone who's actually looking at my finances yeah, yeah. and being like, hey, this is coming up. Like, what's your plan? What are you going to do? We need to look at this. Yeah. Um, and it's so different for every state. So like having someone who's an expert in that vein has been extremely helpful for me. Yeah. Um, going back to, you're talking about the uh, target audience. So we got a little bit on the subject of social media. Mm-hmm. I know that that is such a big thing right now. And um, you were mentioning like trying to not get on Instagram first thing in the morning. But yeah. you know, with that being such <laughs> a big thing, I feel like it's hard to find a good balance between how can I use social media to benefit me, whether that be personally or for my business, mm-hmm. and then still have that good divide between that and all the downsides of social media, which I see mm-hmm. they tend to outweigh the good sometimes, you know, comparison, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I know that you are very big on social media. You, you use that a lot to your advantage. So can you kind of speak mm-hmm. on that a little bit? Because I'm sure, like, you've run yeah. into roadblocks um, with that being on social media so often. So how has that gone for mm-hmm. you? Um, so for me, I've been reminding myself that like social media for me is part of my job, right? It is something that I use to, you know, to advertise, Mm -hmm. to show people what I'm about, what movement and mindset is about. And, you know, just like show people the lifestyle that you can create, you know, like when you, when you start implementing these things Mm -hmm. that that I believe in. Um, so that has really helped me separate the fact that like, I don't need to be on social media on a Sunday (laughs) because that's my day off. This is my job and this is my day off, Mm -hmm. you know? 
Um, so I think that if someone were like just starting out or just like trying to get on social media less, having like a social media free day, or if you have a small business, maybe making a separate account. I did that at first. Yes. So I could have like my personal account mm-hmm. and then like my That's professional account. That's definitely what I have to do right now. Just keep them separate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that helps so much. Um, and then also like remembering that you know, for any kind of social media, so like whether it's Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, like you can curate your feed to show you what you want it to Absolutely. show you. And that's been really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Do not be afraid to use the mute button. Do not mm-hmm. be afraid to follow people. Done that. And yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like, as far as influencers go, like I follow a lot of fitness influencers because I want to know like, yes. you know, what's going on in exactly, the industry yeah. and all these kinds of things. But there's just some people I just simply cannot follow and yep. that's okay. So, you know, follow people who make you feel good, Mm -hmm. who you're learning things from, who bring light to your news feeds. That way, like, you're not scrolling and being, like, you know, comparing yourself or um, or someone's just, like, talking about things that you don't resonate with. (laughs) Get rid of those people and just, like, find people that make you feel good, that really, like, bring a lot of light to your feed. Absolutely. Yeah, because social media, like, it, it really affects us so much. It affects the it way does. we feel. It affects how we approach fitness, how we approach yep. food, how we approach so much in our lives yes. just subconsciously. And I find so, myself yeah. in that hole all the time. But I feel like one good thing yeah. to remind yourself is that, like you were just saying, you have control of what you see and what you allow to take mm-hmm. hold of you, if you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. have control of that, whether it seems like that sometimes or not. So you can control what's on your feed. Like you said, that was a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Unfollowed. Or even on TikTok, you can say like, I don't want to see yes, any more of I this do that and, all the time. Know, I get hold rid it of down. It. I'm like, no, no more. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, my last student question was, it's a little broad, but go about it how mm-hmm. you please. Uh, post-grad advice. We talked about how stressful that is. Yes. Even if there's just one thing you could say about it. Um, post-grad advice. Uh, I think just give yourself room, you know, and it's, you know, rest is productive and it's okay to take a step back and Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, figure out what you want to do. Of course, like that's a very privileged response. You know, everyone has different things that they have to do. Um, But like, you know, I I just feel like there's so much pressure, especially coming, coming from any career, but like, Mm -hmm. I know coming from a performing arts major, like, it, there was so much pressure that I put on myself mm-hmm. to to get a job, to prove that I could do this, right. to do all those things. And, like, you don't need to make anyone else happy except exactly. yourself. If you're not going to use your major, that is okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay to make a career change um, and just, like, you know, figure out what you want to do. So Absolutely. take a step back. <laughs> take a breath, you know. Yes, that's <laughs> a very good point. Um, okay, so – Last little college question. So if you could go back to your college self and give her three pieces of advice, what would that be? Mm-hmm. I actually, I wrote these down because this one I had to think about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm, what, would I, what would I tell myself? Um, okay, first of all, rest is productive because yes, absolutely. I used to just like fill up my schedule mm-hmm. an insane amount. Um, so you don't need to do that. Rest is productive. It's a productive thing to do. Um, number two, you know yourself better than your Apple Watch. Something I'm also very guilty of. I love of. that. Yes. <laughs> um, very guilty of being like, oh, I need to close my exercise ring or yes. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's just, it's just a guide. Um, I mean, I, I wear a whoop. I love my whoop, but yep. like my whoop does not ro- rule my life. You know, right. you can do yep. other stuff and it doesn't understand like what's going on in your daily mm-hmm. life. Um, and then the last one is that your fitness journey does not need to look like anyone else's. So yes. that was something else that I was really 
um, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't remember, but yeah, something that like I was really guilty of mm-hmm. in college was trying to fit into what my friends were doing and like follow the programs that they were following and do the workouts that they were doing, Absolutely. like all those things. When in reality, like the stuff that they were doing is yeah. just not things that I liked yeah. or that I enjoyed or things that I found important in fitness. Absolutely. And it's um, so personalized to you, you know, if it's not yeah. a routine that you like and you feel like if I feel like one more advice I always give people is if the routine you're doing, you don't enjoy it. You don't enjoy getting up to do it. Like, of course, there's going to mm-hmm. be days where it's like, man, you know, I, I really don't want to go to the gym, but I'm still going to go anyway. Like, there's always going to be those days yeah. regardless. But if you are on a routine that you just genuinely do not enjoy then it is mm-hmm. not for you. And it is okay to change. Yeah. It is okay to change that. I know you spoke on that earlier. Oh, yeah. Like, it is okay to switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try try different things always. Um, I know one of my mentors always says the best workout is the one you enjoy doing. Yes, You know, absolutely. so like we can, you know, you can work out for a million different reasons, but if you don't like it, it's mm-hmm. not worth it. Nope, not <laughs> at all. Um, so I like to ask everybody this question. So what is, if you have any books, influencers, I know you said you have a few of those, podcasts, mm-hmm. anything that you would recommend to the audience that you think would um, benefit them that have benefited you and maybe talk a little bit on them, why you enjoy them? Yeah. Have you heard of the Close Friends podcast? No, I have not heard of that. I love this podcast. Do you know who Lucy Mountain is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she's like a like a health and fitness right. influencer. She is fantastic. Um, and her and her group of friends, they have a podcast called the close friends podcast, like on Instagram, like your close friends. Um, and it is such a good podcast. They talk about everything. Um, they have a really, really good episode on body image. It's like one of their first episodes. You might have to scroll back. Um, but that is like, it's so good. Like, I wish I had that. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I'll I'll definitely have to go and listen to that. I'm a podcast. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Awesome. Um, and then also where can we find you at? So can you go ahead and list yeah. your tags, um, business name, everything like that? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can find me pretty much anywhere mm-hmm. at Jane K. Simmons, J-A-N-E-K-S-I-M-M-O-N-S. Um, my website is Movement and Mindset, but it's just linked to my Instagram. That's probably like the fastest way to find everything. Just go to that link in bio right. and then everything is linked there. Awesome. That is awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. That was so much great information when you dm me i was so flattered i was like oh thank you so much like it's so sweet oh like i said you're one of the first people i thought of i just admire your whole view on fitness and what you do so y'all really do go check her out thank you so much guys thank you so much Bye. bye